Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. Uh, in this episode, we welcome back to the show Megla Bardwaj and Mark Jolly from the India Sourcing Network. Now, recently they sent me a wonderful sampler package of handmade goodies all crafted in India. So I thought it only fair to get them on the show and talk to us about the network. Uh, so this new venture, the India Sourcing Network, is open for business where you can find suppliers for Indian handmade cr- products. Uh, we also learn uh, more about what's going on in India on the ground right now with the COVID situation. We talk about Amazon India and a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, don't forget that Regina Petersky and I are holding on the weekend of the 6th, 7th and 8th of August this year an event called the Amazon Collective. Now, the conference will be held off-site in the beautiful Yarra Valley just outside of Melbourne. It's strictly only for six, seven and eight-figure Amazon business owners based here in Australia and New Zealand. It's certainly not for beginners or newbies. So for more information about that, just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash collective. Now, don't forget I'm offering private coaching still this year, so please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash chris and uh, join me for an hour's session where we record a Zoom call together, lots of screen sharing, all that stuff, uh, and just make sure that you're heading in the right direction. Anyway, enough about all that. Let's get on with the show. And here's Megla and Marg. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Megla and Marg Jolly from India Sourcing Network. Welcome to the show. How are you both? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chris, for having us. You're absolutely welcome. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. It's good to be here down the road in Chile, Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> Me up in Melbourne. Uh, and Megla up in Singapore, right? Yes, that's oh, right. What's the weather like up there? It's rainy. It's always hot and rainy here. <laughs> so currently it's rainy, sticky, humid. <laughs> awesome. Now, let's get to the matter at hand, which is the launch of the India Sourcing Network, which you both, in fact, with Kevin as well, launched yesterday. Um, so incredibly exciting. Um, let's start with you, Ma- uh, Megla. Sorry, we've got two M's here, Marg and Megla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you guys mixed up. Um, that's not possible. Sorry. But uh, so you launched yesterday. Tell us about the India, Source- India Sourcing Network. Sounds really exciting. Yeah, it, it was such an exciting launch, Chris. Um, I think you attended a bit of it uh, or, or just caught bits and pieces of it. Yeah. But yeah, so India Sourcing Network, I mean, the way that we have um, planned this entire platform and the website is is that we want to help Amazon e-commerce sellers source products from India and we want to provide them everything that they need in order to source products effectively. So the website has, first of all, vetted export manufacturers. Then we also have a lot of service providers that you know we have tried and tested ourselves, or maybe they've been recommended by other sellers in the community. So we've got service providers like logistics companies, quality control. Uh, we've even got a lawyer and photography, videography uh, services in India itself. Mm. And um, so basically any type of service that you might need if you're sourcing products from India. And uh, then we've also got information. So we've got a free ebook or or an, a guide that we're giving out to people who, who just want to understand what India sourcing is all about and how it works and if India is right for them. And then we're so excited about our workshop. So we've got an India sourcing workshop coming up in August. And um, that's going to teach people how to source from India, how to um, negotiate with suppliers and a lot of different things. So it's going to be a live workshop that we're going to be doing 
uh, over two days. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's <laughs> <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> the because um, it seems like you've filled a bit of a gap in the market. Um, you know, obviously in the past it was either you go to a trade fair in India to the New Delhi Trade Show or the Gifton Homeware Show there. Or you just get boots on the ground in India. Um, failing that, there was IndiaMart.com, I think, was the kind of wasn't very good. Not very good. Yeah, it was horrible, actually. Sorry. No, well, they're mainly um, for the domestic market that's aiming at more. Not a, the, a lot of those are actually export focused. So they're really not, or they're, you know, yeah. just traders. So they're not really what people need to be doing. In private labor, I'd agree with that. And then, of course, Alibaba has a few suppliers that are on it, but Alibaba just didn't really do a particularly good job at showcasing products from India. And then over to you with this one, Megler, as well. Global Sources, I think, had a, an India supplier section. I think. Yes, yeah. yes. So Global Sources has an India section, and they have offices in India. Mm. Um, Alibaba has offices in India too, but again, they're not really focused on India. So they're you know ninety five percent of the suppliers on there are Chinese. And in fact, when we talk to people, they don't even know that Alibaba and Global Sources have suppliers from India. So we are entirely India focused. And I also want to point out that we are not Alibaba. We're not global sources. We're not, you know, competing with them in any way. Mm -hmm. We are very, very different in the sense that we are sort of a very small closed network of service providers and suppliers. And we want to focus a lot more on providing support and guidance and information and education. That's going to be like, um, I would say, you know, 60% of our focus is going to be on that. And we also happen to have suppliers and service providers in our network that we recommend to people. And I don't see us having, you know, tens of thousands of suppliers and, and having sort of like a sales team like Alibaba or Global <laughs> Sources have or things like mm. that. We're not going down that path at all. Mm. I think you can see us more as your friendly neighborhood sourcing consultant. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what we need. <laughs> We're trying to, trying, to, trying to navigate that. So it sounds a little bit more bespoke, a little bit more hands-on support. Yes. And, uh, and I love That's the fact right. too that they're that all the suppliers and the service providers there are all vetted as well by yourselves and others. So a bit of word of mouth and a bit of, um, you know, recommendation. So that's always an important thing. And I think as we add them, each one will come onto the show and we'll do a video of them. So, I mean, you're, it's, you know, it's like you're meeting them. You're going to see them face to face. So yeah. I think that helps a lot as well um, and, and see, you know, a, a small selection of their products in that time they're on. So, you know, as we bring them on, we'll bring them onto a Viz show and then they'll become part of the uh, website as well. So, so and Viz stands for? Virtual India Sourcing Show. Fantastic. Just confirming that. <laughs> um, and then the website itself. So is it is it a directory or how's the website structured? So the website has different components or different sections. There is one part of the website that is sort of a directory mm -hmm. where all of our Viz suppliers are listed. Each supplier has a web page. So if you go to the directory on the homepage, there's the search button. You can actually search for suppliers by product or by supplier name. And then there's also categories. So you can browse suppliers by different categories like gifts and fashion, apparel. And uh, then you can send inquiries directly to suppliers from the website. So there's a form that you need to fill in with your requirements and you can contact suppliers directly. And then they reply directly to your email. So there's no communication happening on the platform as such. Yep. You can take the communication offline immediately. And then similarly for service providers too, all of the service providers have their own web pages on the website with a form. You fill in the form, send in your requirements to them, and then they get back to you. Fantastic. So the website itself, the website address, we will cover this at the end, but 
what's the actual website address that we should all be racing off to today? So it's indiasourcing.net. Mm-hmm. And you could also go to indiasourcingnetwork.com. That's longer, <laughs> but yeah, both work. <laughs> no, I love it. Okay. Um, now, in terms of shipping as well, like obviously the shipping costs um, have risen substantially from China. Marg, I understand that you've seen us yeah. increase as well recently in terms of... They have gone up, but nothing like China. I mean, I've, well, I've, I've had a, just been doing a few little test quotes with Shumeshka from CE just to see how costs are going. And um, I got a quote about two months ago to do, oh, it's about 20 cubic metres, mm-hmm. and it was including the trucking to um, my 3PL was about oh, $3,000. And I've just got her to do the same quote again now, and it's gone up about five hundred dollars. So um, I think, and compared to last year, this time last year, it's probably gone up. The actual ship, shipping component itself, I'd say, is probably almost doubled. But people have got to bear in mind that a lot of that shipping component, there is about eight hundred dollars of, um, if you're sea shipping, of actual fees, customs fees, and yeah. port charges, and all that. So, um, in reality, it's probably it's not it's not like a hundred percent. If you paid three thousand last year, it'll probably be about four and a half or something. It's not going to be six. Um, mm. And I think like the containers you're hearing out of China are like you know we're talking fourteen, eighteen thousand. While um, I'm pretty sure that you know they're going to be nowhere near that. I mean, you know, twenty cubic meters. If you do twenty foot containers, about thirty two cubic meters. So mm. I would imagine probably five or six thousand at tops so it's nowhere near what you're paying out of you know china and i think even taiwan and that i've heard that they're eighteen thousand. yikes i haven't heard that yet i haven't actually had an update yeah, from no, taiwan. I've actually, yeah. yeah no no i know um, margie ennever actually got a quote and it was eighteen thousand eight hundred dollars or something ridiculous for a container so that's a you're talking about a 40 foot yeah yeah has a yeah. 40 foot yeah so and then is there any changes on the air freight side of things as well or just I think it's much. It, well, it's it's probably not as bad as it was. It's come down a little bit, mm. but um, it's not as you know not as dear as again. I don't think as, as doing it from China. We just seem to be lucky with India at the moment that the costs don't seem to have taken. Yeah, you know, as far as, and I think people should bear in mind if they're doing smaller shipments, it's probably um, a cheaper way to go because you don't have all those extra. Um, port charges and things so yep. if you've just got a few cubic feet it's probably even worthwhile looking at airplanes. so those the ships that leave india are all pretty much heading for the east coast of the united states aren't they yeah most of them go you can go you can actually go into california if you wish but it takes uh, i think about an extra nearly two weeks yeah. um in in time frame so to go into new york it's only 22 days and I mean, the, the delays haven't been too bad. Um, I had a shipment arrive oh, nearly about three weeks ago and it actually used to take about seven days by the time it you know, got into the port from the, the arrival date I got mm. to when it was in my 3PL. Well, this time it took probably about an extra seven days um, and I'd spoken to Shemesh, well, you get an update from Sierra virtually every day and it was just held up with customs and clearances. There was a backlog at the actual port. The ship got there on time mm. but it took about an extra week to get through. And apparently there's a huge trucking queue um, to uh, to get the goods picked up and get out. So I think it's just there's so much more goods going into America at the moment there's, from everywhere. There's heaps. And some of my clients, <laughs> I'm, like creating a, uh, 
an Amazon partner carrier order or shipment. So basically picking up from a, you know, instructing Amazon to pick up goods from a 3PL. Uh, I think in this case, it was from Texas and delivering it to an Amazon warehouse. It's just, we, we set up that plan on the 7th of June and it still hasn't been delivered. No, there's just a small small parcel or an LTL. LTL, like the Amazon partner stuff right now is just so backlogged, and I'm lodging oh, tickets yeah. every day. Is that in California or in? Uh, no, it's, oh, it's in, actually in, in Texas. So this in Texas, yeah. No, well, I just actually had one. I've got an LTL, and it was I did it just on a week ago, and it's due to be delivered today. Um, good luck. <laughs> I hope it makes it. Well, yeah, I've been following the chart down and it says picked up, it's on its way. And, of course, then I've realised it's American Independence Day, so they probably won't deliver no, it today because I doubt it will be working. Mm. So hopefully it'll be in tomorrow, so I'll keep you posted. Well, that's sort of where we've been stuck to, Mark. So they're picking up pretty quick, but then they're taking it off to another warehouse and shoving it in there instead of going straight to Amazon, I think. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, sorry, we're way off track from India right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Megla. Um, all right, that's interesting. Um, and then just in terms of like a, a, a bit of an update in terms of what's happening in India at the moment, um, you know, obviously COVID and, and everything else, um, maybe Megla, do you want to have a turn on that? Yeah, sure. So um, things are improving overall in India. The number of cases have been coming down. A lot of cities that were under lockdown, especially Delhi, has uh, come out of lockdown and uh, people are kind of going back to work and everything. Um, But of course, you know, we have to be a bit cautious because once lockdowns are lifted, people start traveling and and Mm -hmm. (laughs) mingling and there's always a risk of of a third wave. But uh, overall, what what I'm seeing is that factories have opened up and uh, production is, is happening on a regular basis and, you know, shipments are going out. So there's, there seems to be less disruption in terms of manufacturing now, even during lockdowns, what we found was that, of course, there were some cities that were under complete lockdown and there were no factories open, but there were other cities like Muradabad and Jaipur where production hadn't really stopped a hundred percent. There were supply chain disruptions and some factories had to be closed, but overall, you know, most factories were open and production was still happening. Unlike last year, when there was the first lockdown in the entire country was like shut down for mm. you know a, a month or so and there were there was no production happening at all but this time was different um and so there was less of a disruption i think okay um that's good to hear and hopefully that continues and um people get vaccinated and all that sort of stuff so that we're you know get back to a sort of a something closer to normal Talk to me about uh, Amazon India. Have you guys got any updates? It's a question without notice, actually. Are there any updates on it on Amazon India? So Amazon India is, of course, doing you know really well. I think uh, we were just talking to somebody the other day, and uh, they were saying that um, I mean, as a consumer, this person is now um, you know buying like I don't know three times more the number of products that they used to buy last year or pre-COVID. So overall, e-commerce is really booming in India nowadays, and um, Amazon is definitely at the forefront. So I don't have any specific updates as such, except that it's growing really well. And, um, you know, there there is a lot of competition, of course, on Amazon India. So for an overseas seller to sell in Amazon, uh, on Amazon in India, I think it's a bit tricky. You've got to be very careful to make sure that you have the right product. There is demand for the product. Because mm-hmm. India is a very price-sensitive market and um, you, you have to provide a lot of value for whatever product. And it's more of, uh, you know, you make profit on volumes. 
because of course the population is so high and you know, there's a <laughs> lot, of, a lot yeah. of people to buy stuff, but you have to have the right product and at the right price. And then once you have volumes, then um, you, you know you can really get mm. a lot of uh, get the yeah, scale. sales. Get the That's scale. right. Yeah. Yeah. So because the reason why I asked that was actually a bit selfish because my brother and I are just setting up in India at the moment and we're oh, going wow. through Pioneer. Um, so Pioneer has a partnership with Amazon India. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been kind of in discussions with them earlier this year and uh, right now we're working on the just putting on the final touches and doing all the paperwork. There's quite a lot of paperwork in order to be able to do that. Uh, but we're setting up a store in India and um, I think I might have mentioned in a previous episode, in fact, when I was talking to my brother and I can't remember what episode it was, I think it was like 98 or something, but we were just talking about some of the products that we sell in the UK and Europe um, that we're wholesaling out of the United States. And uh, so we're looking to launch one of those products into India and we're hoping that we get that volume that you're talking about. Is it an electronic product? Is it, it sort of is. It's a computer. It's a computer keyboard stand that we've sourced from a friend of mine called George. So he manufactures in China. So we've been sort of carving off, you know, a few thousand units for every time he does a production run. And, and interestingly, actually, George has also just um, done a crowdfunding campaign and raised about thirty-five thousand to basically pay for the. Uh, the production of his latest uh, computer keyboard stand. So we, we may end up selling that as well, sort of an updated model. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's um, that's good to hear. Let's hope, let's keep our fingers crossed. We're, <laughs> we're just, we're just going to fire some little bullets before we load up on the big old cannons and and uh, we'll, we'll ship a few hundred over and see if they move. We'll see how we go. And how did you find the process, Chris, of actually setting up the account? Like I know it can be a bit tedious and having... Uh, yeah, my brother is CCing me in on all of the communications that he's having. <laughs> and the threads are frighteningly long right now. I think we're up to like 50 emails. I'll probably get an email every two days that I'm CC'd. I just stay right out of it. I just let him do it. <laughs> just, I don't want to get involved. Uh, but also, Megler, we're going we're gonna to march into, because um, we've got exclusive exclusivity on this product as well. So we're, we're going into Singapore as well Ooh, and, nice. and of course Australia too so uh, yeah we're just sort of partnering up on that we've got a few other things that we're doing too which I won't discuss but um, that's all fun now oh, I also wanted to thank you guys as well for the goodie bag Ooh. the goodie bag <laughs> of India sourcing um, network treats and products so there were everything from Christmas decorations to uh, drink coasters and I'm just trying to think oh chakra stones and macrame and uh, there was a, a credit card holder and passport holder. <laughs> they just refresh my memory. There's just so much a stuff. I can't toy, remember it all. A really nice hand, handmade little. I don't know. Did you get a cat or an elephant or there was lots of different. Well, ones we got the cat. I got the cat. The yeah. Cat. So yeah, um, lots of those goodies are now with my daughter. She's just loving it. So she's <laughs> putting these little trinkets up around her bedroom and she's loving it. So thank you so much for that. That was very very kind of you to. Um, include me in that uh, in that exclusive group of folks who managed to score one of these fantastic samples. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and it was just like it's just gorgeous to see the handmade nature of of Indian products and the craftsmanship or womanship that goes into <laughs> these products. It's amazing. So, yeah. and I think too, just the actual um, eco friendly packaging that most of the products were in, like either a, a bag or a a little folder or something. I mean, yep. it just shows the difference that it's not just thrown in a poly bag and, you know, 
a label stuck on it. So I think people get a much nicer product when it gets delivered, like it's a much nicer experience. Isn't it? Uh, you know, there's the, the, the jute bags and, um, the, you know, sort of the or canvas and the prints and, yeah, it was just everything was just beautiful. So, yeah, it's a really good point, Mark. There, there was virtually no plastic in the box at all. So, yeah, it's very, very sustainable. Yeah, and the reason we gave out those boxes, Chris, is, you know, as you said, a lot of people are just not aware of the types of products that India can produce and the quality that mm. uh, can come out of India. And when we were at the trade show last last year, no, <laughs> last last year, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. 2019. It was. 2019. I mean, uh, the, the right. quality of the products at the show was, was really good, right? I mean, you were there, you've seen those oh, products. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just mm. don't realize that uh, India can produce these kinds of products. And that's why we did this sort of goodie box and gave it to a lot of the influencers or, you know, industry experts. And um, um, also we put in a lot of different products that are representative of the types of products that India can manufacture. So there was wooden, uh, a wooden product, yes. metal, fabric, uh, eco-friendly, leather. So it was just sort of a sampling of items that can be produced in India. How beautiful was the cork? Right? The oh, my God, wallet. yes. Oh, that-, that, that, sorry, I just have to just focus in on that product because – it's beautiful. I think that was the passport holder, yes. wasn't it? The cork. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I spent ages trying to figure out what the material was. It was so soft and pliable, and it felt it just yeah the texture and it's the way it looked. It was like silver that was grained through the cork, and it, and it actually wasn't until I read the card that came with it. There was a little swing tag with that product that I it that's when I realised it was cork, and I didn't. Had no clue. I was actually trying to figure out: is this like leather, or is it? It was a really interesting material that I'd never ever seen before. You know, Beach does some beautiful. You've actually got a wallet, Megla, haven't you yourself? You yeah. So yourself. we did an interview with this company that produces these wallets, uh, Studio Beach, and uh, I immediately went to their website and bought a wallet, and it is so good. I've been using it every day, and uh, really good quality. The material is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. It looks beautiful too. It feels so soft and luxurious. Yes. And the quality is really good. And the interesting thing about this company is that they are producing these products sustainably. So not only is the yep. actual product sustainable, the packaging is eco-friendly, but even the entire process of manufacturing it is is very eco-friendly. And um, some of the components that they use, they're also, you know, like upcycled or recycled. And they're trying to just uh, make the entire process and product very eco-friendly and sustainable. So very excited about this company and I think they're going to grow by leaps and bounds um, in the in the future. Oh, they definitely will, Megla, because yeah, it, like their swing tag really explained it all. The big thing that I loved about it was that it was a completely sustainable uh, cork product using so basically um, harvesting a tree once every twelve years, not killing the tree in order to get the get the cork or the, you know the actual raw materials, and then allowing another twelve years for the cork to grow back before they re-harvest and um and so it's just you know nothing is killed in the in the production of <laughs> of, of uh you know of these beautiful beautiful products it, it is truly amazing in fact i need to score that one back off my daughter <laughs> and I think that that story like that is the same with the mango wood mm. because i mean you know with a lot of the other woods that are used around the world um they take years and years for those trees to grow well the mango tree it's only a 15 year process so the mango wood tree growth produces all the mangoes at the end of 15 years it stops producing the fruit mm. and they turn it into mango wood 
for furniture. That's so right. once again, it's a very, very sustainable um, sort of products coming out of India. I think it's, you know, the place to, if you if you're wanting to do those sort of goods. Um, it's the place to to do your searching because there's so many options. Oh, aren't there? I mean, I was even Megler and I did a little kind of Facebook live. I think didn't we, Megler, when we found that PET bottle? Yeah. Recycled into rugs and and things like that back back in 2019. So the the actual um, sustainability of the products and the way that the Indian manufacturing, well, uh, many Indian manufacturers are looking to recycle products into or upcycle those products into new products and. Uh, that was just such a, an eye-opener for me. Yeah, and this company... So don't see that anywhere near as much in China. This company, Studio Beach, so cork material is one of the products or materials that they use, and they're also using things like pineapple fibres to produce materials or cactus materials. And um, there are a lot of different plant-based materials, and I don't want to call them leather. Like some people say cactus leather or pineapple fibre leather, but mm. it's not really leather, so it's just a material. But there are a lot of different innovative materials that this company is using that um yeah that's very exciting yeah they've, they've got a real plug today they? <laughs> <laughs> but i mean we've actually got another supplier coming on and it's, it's a macrame type with macrame work mm. in it and all the um fibers they're all actually recycled so even the macrame threads are not um you know like new they're all being recycled from other things so it's amazing um to think that everything that you know, they do over there, they're so, uh, and they're packaging once again, they won't package anything that's not in recycled bags mm. and everything's done like that. So um, I think, you know, we've got a lot more of those in the pipeline. It's just getting them all onto our shows. Fantastic. Yeah, look, it's incredibly exciting and it's great that, you know, you guys have managed to uh, find these amazing suppliers and, and um, you know, and including them in the uh, India Sourcing Network website as suppliers and, you um, yeah, I'm looking forward to sourcing more stuff out of India, more fantastic products out of India uh, in the in the coming years for sure. So, I think we might uh, wrap this at this point. And uh, is there anything else that you guys might want to add about the Victoria, uh, the Victoria, the India Sourcing Network before we sign off? <laughs> um, no, I think we kind of covered it all. I would just encourage people to check out the website. It's uh, so much easier to find suppliers now. You can just do a search and contact suppliers directly. Whereas previously we had all of this information in Google Drives and various documents and in our Facebook group mm. and it's kind of just scattered everywhere. But now there's a nice, um, you know, they've got a nice home, <laughs> so to speak. So, yeah, check out the website. Home base. Yeah, home base. And, um, yeah, I mean, people who are sourcing from, uh, you know, China try to be a bit adventurous and uh, explore India as a sourcing destination. There are a lot of cool products coming out of India and um, you'll be surprised to see some of the things that are available in India. Fantastic. So there's a couple of things here. We need the address for the India Sourcing Network. So where do we find that again? So that's indiasourcing.net. Great. And then how do we join your Facebook group? So for the Facebook group, just search for Sourcing from India on Facebook and um, Mm -hmm. we've got a Facebook group there. Um, That's it. Thousands of people in there and suppliers and very, very active community. It's fantastic. Yes, quite engaging. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> Says Margaret, she chuckles away there. Um, awesome. Well, thank you both very much. Um, just before we do sign off, though, how do we get in touch with you directly if we want to? I think the easiest way is just to contact us on Messenger, uh, on Facebook Messenger. Okay, so that's on Facebook? Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. yeah. Both of us are on Facebook and we're pretty responsive. Great. So that's Megla Badwaj and Mark Jolly. Margaret Jolly. Yep. Margaret Jolly, I am that's on Facebook. That's what we're looking for, yeah. yeah. 
fantastic. Thanks again, both of you, for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Chris. And hope to see you um, back in India on India Sourcing Trip, hopefully next year. (laughs) 2022. I'd love to. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gang. All the best. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.